Well, I want to share vision with you tonight, right? Because I think God has some place He wants us to go, and I, I just I'm going to go out in faith and and speak some things. But if you turn with me to the book of Hosea, uh, not Habakkuk, not Hosea. I was there already. chapter 2 for a minute. I'm going to pray that the Lord will just give us just give us a good night. I just want the Lord to use me to articulate everything well. Okay? So when you're there, say amen. Chapter 2. Yeah. We're going to be a little bit in verse 3 at the end. Put up verse 14 beside if we would. Chapter 2, verse 11. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. That's huge for me. Something ordinary. <laughs> we'll try and do that more because people, I know we all have a, but it's good to see it up there in, in the atmosphere, right? So I'm just going to pray. Father, I just thank you. Thank you for everyone that's here. I thank you for these this group, this bunch of warriors and, and people who love you so much, Lord, I thank you, God, and I just pray, God, that you just help me to just articulate what you want to do in, in our future, what it looks like, what the vision is, how we're going there, what you want to do on the earth, what you want to do in southern New Hampshire, all over New England, in the nations, and, and across America, so, Lord, just let the vision flow tonight. Lord, help me, give me grace to just articulate things clearly. Amen. I thank you for your spirit, because knowing you can teach me what's in my heart, I would, you've already put it there, you've planted it there, so it should come out clearly. And I thank you. And we just, we honor and love you tonight. And we bless you. Amen. Yeah, so verse 14, so the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And what did I write under there? That should be the intercept. That should be the prayer. That should be what we're crying out as the church. Right? That the glory of the Lord would fill the earth. <coughs> and that's what we want to be partnering with. That's the vision, right? In its inception, that the glory of the Lord would just fill this place. But when the glory, you see, <laughs> the, the glory can't just be contained in one place, right? It has to flow out. Amen. And so I'm just going to really... Ask the Lord to, to open your heart, open your mind that you'd receive tonight, that you'd, you'd jump on this thing and you'd run with us. And really, some of this, this is stuff I've been sitting on for, for some of it's been 20 years, and it's not going to be long and involved, and it's not going to be really complicated. It's really, really, really easy. And this week I came into a, an understanding, right? Because you'd think I'd have this understanding from the beginning. But I'm going to be honest with you, the Lord just kind of dropped on me a question of what's most important to me. So I'll just let that sit. What's most important to Jesus? What's most important to him? Right? That his glory would fill the earth? Yeah. But I think there's one thing that's dear to his heart, and that is when, when he wins people to him. It's souls, really. It's ultimately you. People. Right? 
it's so weird because we get really weird in church and we think it's about everything else. And we think it's about building something that's kind of looks good and looks cool and is, you know, culture will take it. But I'm telling you tonight that God's concerned about one thing and he's worried about, he's not even worried, I shouldn't say that. He's, his heart is towards one thing and that's we win people to Jesus. That we make his name famous. Ready? That's Amen. the mission statement. That we just make his name famous. That we don't make Kingdom Awakening famous. That we don't make Miles Millen or, or anyone else in here famous, but we make Jesus famous. Right? That we actually bring him into the world that we live in and we begin to reveal him. Right? You know this. But I think we get detoured by what church should look like all the time. Right? And so I just felt like the Lord said, just do a couple things. Read these scriptures. She doesn't have to stay out with them. Tell her to come in. Please. I don't care about Josiah talking. He can talk all he wants. If he can't talk in here, I'm in trouble. Let the little children come up. Yeah. Come on. I don't care if he's whining and sobbing and carrying on. So I just want to read chapter 2 and verse 2, right? It said, write the vision. Make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. And though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come and it will not tarry. Just say that out loud. It won't tarry. Really, your vision, my vision, God's vision, it's not going to tarry. The whole earth, right? God is, he said he's not coming back until he has a couple things. Until the gospel is preached to the ends of the earth, and he has a pure, spotless bride. So the church, this church, has basically a two-phase vision, right? We win souls, and we train them up to release them into the harvest, right? That's really all it's about. It's really going to be simple. But right, God needs a place like a wineskin to do that. And don't worry, I'm not going to start preaching about building fund or anything like that because we go there when God releases us there and whenever that happens. But there does have to be some things that fall into place, right? That the Lord begins to fill this place that as you go out, really, because I'm supposed to be here and other people are supposed to be here because I believe in the five-fold ministry, right? Not just the one-fold ministry, the five-fold ministry. It's not just a church driven by a pastor. It's a church driven by apostles and prophets, right? That the apostolic and the prophetic is the foundation, right? Because we put people who are professionals, and I'm not bashing anyone. Do you understand? And I wasn't even over there, really. But we put people who are professionals in pulpits that can administrate, which is not my gift at all. (laughs) Right? I I can see, I can declare, I can believe God for more. And I can believe him to bring us into something absolutely awesome, right? Absolutely phenomenal. And I just want to just release something to you that you're released into this. God is wanting to bring you into a place where you begin to dream. And what we're supposed to do here is help you to accomplish that dream. As people who are born again, chasing after Jesus. But the main thing is you get transformed. Because listen, guys. Here's the main deal. We win people to Jesus, 
You become transformed. Not almost free, completely free. Amen. It means that your life, you don't look like you used to, you don't act like you used to, you're changed because the blood of Jesus has set you free and you've been declared righteous because of the blood. Amen. Right? You're free. There's no more of this double-mindedness, I might be okay, tomorrow I'm not. I really have to stress that because really, my gift, <laughs> my gift doesn't work with that. If you're a double-minded person, do I have patience? For a little while. For a little while. <laughs> but God wants us free from all that messed up, twisted thinking. Right? So I'm going to tell you tonight, God, I'm going to give vision, I'm going to release vision, and vision is, is what we need to move us to the next place. Right? Like this place, if everyone actually showed up, we'd be too, it'd be too Crowded, really. If everyone actually showed up, so it's a good thing people take shifts at this point. But, you know, here's the thing. Eventually, listen, regionally, we want to do a lot of different things. So I want to write the harvest, number one. Yeah. Raising up disciples, an, an equipping center. Yes. Right? Because it's going to be called, and we are the awakening revival center, right? We're, yeah. we're, we're going to bring revival and we'll be an ark. There you go, ark. Right? Because God wants to, it wasn't about the boat. It was about Jesus being the Savior and pulling us into to safety, right? It was about a place where you can come. And so the number one thing we're about here, the number one thing is hosting his presence. I'm going to give you all kinds of things, so write them down. Maybe they won't come out in order because I didn't take any notes today. I have actually a little bit of notes that I didn't even take out. But I want you to dream. And when you dream, you just begin to declare it. You begin to step into it. We want to make a place where we can, right? I want a supernatural school in this place. And it doesn't have to look like anything else. It doesn't have to look like the West Coast. We've got prophets, apostles, and teachers, and pastors, and evangelists all around here. Amen. And am I saying, does it have to be done with the locals? No, it will be done partly with locals. But there will be, come on, I want to import. Come on, we want the people to speak into the body. I just got David Hogan's number. I'm like, I'm scared to call. <laughs> right? So I, the, the reality is this, and that guy raises people, like, hundreds of dead raises. <coughs> I want to raise the dead. Come on, he wants some of that audience. He won't even give it to you. He won't. He paid for it. He'll tell you that. He paid for it. A lot of sacrifice. And we we get funny in church. We just want that. And I want that. No one do nothing for it. Right? I'm not making fun. I am. I am. But here's, here's what I feel like. I feel like the Lord is wanting to raise up an army, right? You are Joel's army, believe it or not. It's the very thing that I spoke about a few weeks ago on paper when I released the, the vision of Paul King. Right? But the Holy Spirit needs to do some work in us, right? We need to allow him to train us up. And it doesn't mean that you don't go out and you don't evangelize and you don't lay hands on the sick and you don't 
believe God for words and knowledge and you don't do all that, I'm not saying that. Don't leave here saying, I need to get trained. You do, but you don't. Right? There's some things that we do need to learn. And God always wants to expand you, right? 20 years of doing both things. 20 years of preaching the gospel and teaching. I'm learning things all the time. Right? And so we have to have an atmosphere that we can learn. That's why it should be safe here to use your gifts. Amen. Right? Amen. should be safe to just go and pray for someone. And, and you got a word for them. Do that. But don't be weird. Don't, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> just be normal. Like, you're just a person. You know? <laughs> so we want to equip. We want to train. We believe in a supernatural ministry. And to train up people in supernatural ministry, right? You've got the Holy Spirit inside you. And right. I believe that the, the Lord, the Holy Spirit can use people right here in this place to teach and preach and, come on, Amen. And bring equipping and curriculum, and we want to do things with excellence. That's why I'm not just going to throw stuff out there. We want to do things with excellence, and you do want to plan. So things may not go quick enough. Patience, right? Not stop, go, not pump the brakes, but patience, because God wants to release something for us, right? Creative kingdom ministry. Creativity. How many are creative people in this room? Wow. Again? Dating. <laughs> right? It's more than half this place. And so if we're creative people, we need to use our creativity towards things. Whatever expression that looks like. But see, here's what happens. We think we throw everything out. And we want righteousness and purity to be on everything. Right? That is my goal, is that we are righteous, we live in purity, that the body of Christ begins to move, not in any selfish ambition, not in anything like that. And you know what? When we have a place, right, which will be this place, and it's going to look different because it's up, right? God's going to begin to... Already the back room one's filled with kids, it's trouble. Right? <laughs> we got to get the virus. They're coming Tuesday. Supposedly, that's what I was told. But the reality is, growth should just happen organically, right? And so when that happens, expansion and increase, that's good. That's what God does, right? I was reading today, multiply. He multiplies everything. He multiplies everything. And so he wants to take us from just looking at the Jordan and thinking about crossing over. He wants us to just not look at Goliath and think about, maybe there might be a call. <laughs> right? No, he wants us to have vision that will step into something beyond ourselves. Right? So my heart is that we get trained in righteousness and truth. So that we're whole. That we walk with no guile. That the glory and the presence of the Lord is on us. So what? We see the, the earth be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because what does it look like when a people 
when a community and a culture is filled with the glory of God. Not Ichabod, not the glory's left. Right? The glory returns to the church. The truth of who he is just begins to descend upon a people. Right? Because we want to look like Jesus. Right? As Bill Johnson says, we want to represent Jesus to people. We want the real thing. I don't want to do something and kind of just go through the motions. You know my heart on this. I always, I always beat that drum. But I don't want to go through motions. I want to see, I want to see everyone in this place transformed. Amen. Like the presence of God comes, and we just give ourselves completely and wholly to that. Right? And that there's nothing that holds us back from that. The problem is, right, it goes just like when I was talking about we can't, we got to give ourselves completely to it, right? So creativity, media and arts, on, like, if that's what's happening right now. That's how we should be affecting the world. Media and arts, not in a weird way, in a good way, right? So the Holy Spirit is going to do that. Right? There's going to be a lot of creativity, a lot of creative people. But you guys, like, don't sit there with ideas, right? Don't sit there with stuff in your heart. Are you listening to me, right? I'm being serious. Don't sit with things in your heart. I'm not talking bad things. I'm talking about things that you were born to do. And just be quiet and take a back seat. Right? Because God wants to pull you out into something new. And he wants you to be stretched. Right? And so there's gifts on people in this place. And God's going to develop those things. And sometimes, as we're growing as a community, things just begin to, all of a sudden, come to, they come out. Like, sometimes I'll sit in rooms with people. I'm like, where? I forget who we were having dinner. Oh, it was, the, it was with you guys. It was with the youngest. And Dave started sharing some things about media and things that he was in his heart. And I was like, What? Like, I get excited about that stuff, right? And so I want you to just, can you dream with the Lord? Yeah. Right, because I'm talking to a room of people, some of you know me well, some, some don't. Some of you are new in this place. And so you're here for family time, but that's okay, right? But I just want you to, I want you to grab hold of this. So we want to affect culture, but not with gimmicks. Like, I don't want to make a platform for us to, everything to look polished and, and a good show. That's not my goal. Although that may happen. Come on, we've got a talented team here. But I'm only going to get so polished. <laughs> no, I try. I listen to myself on podcasts. I said, wow, you got to clean that up. Something's going to happen. And here's the thing, we want to be regional, right? Because I know that the call on this church is to be more than just a local church. We're called to be more than just a local church, although that'll be part of it. But here's the deal. It's got to go bigger and wider. Why? Because God always likes to multiply. I already said that. God likes to multiply. He likes to grow things. Not just for growth's sake, but he likes things to increase. That's who he is. The increase of his kingdom, right, shall be upon him. And if we're in him, we increase, right? Amen. Okay, I'm just checking. 
Because the Lord really wants to do that for us. He wants there to be an increase of life, an increase of healing, an increase of deliverance, an increase of everything. Media, creativity, all these things on our lives. He's coming to get me. Come on. <laughs> Josiah. So the main thing, right, and I'm going to keep going on this, is evangelism and missions, right? Well, you say, and missions doesn't need to be over on the other side of the planet. Missions can be in the cities. Missions can be wherever. But we do have to be a missional church, or else we're not doing the Great Commission. And Jesus said to go and preach the gospel everywhere. And these signs shall follow those who what? How many believe in here? Amen. Okay. Right? It didn't come. It's not from some, you know, sometime when the apostles were just roaming the earth. I know I'm, I'm just making sure we, we think right and think the same way. Right? There shall be no, like, limitation in this place. Amen. The question is how to plug everyone in and to move everything in. And if you want to send anything at any time, you can. Please. Let's get my building But we want to be about building people. So here it is, right? Write the vision. Make it plain on tablets. That he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak. And it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, and it will not tarry. How many times? He tells us a bunch of times that it won't tarry. Yes. Sometimes you might have to be patient, but it won't stop. What's the next thing it says? It says, behold the proud. It said, look, the proud. Don't be like that. His soul's not upright in him. That's what it says. <laughs> Don't be like that. But the just, the ones who are just, the ones who are righteous, shall live by faith. Turn on me in Hebrews 10. Because I just want you to see. He says things in the Old Testament, and the people prophesy things in the Old Testament, but then he comes right back with it. And it's verse 35, 10:35. It says, therefore, don't cast away your confidence, right? Which is great, which has great reward. What's that saying? We need to believe God for bringing us into a higher place with Him, because He never leaves us the same, right? I can tell you, Billy Graham always used to say that, right? Jesus loves you, but He doesn't love us. He doesn't want us ever to stay the same way. Right? He loves us so much that he wants us to change and grow up. And so this is what this is about. Listen, guys. The focus for now is we need to grow in righteousness. We need to grow in, in, in health, right? Because this is, my, this, is my, this is what I want the Lord to do. So I just want people to be free. Free from everything. And it goes back to one thing, simple obedience. If God is real, why don't we listen to him? If he is who he says he is, then why can't we do the things that he says we can do? It says this, which has a great reward. 
for you have need of endurance. Everyone say, I, I can endure, I can do it. You can do it. Right? So that after you've done the will of God, what? You might receive the promise. Wow. So God wants to give us a blueprint, and I know he's given us a simple blueprint, and I'm not going to sit here, because I, what, I, what I don't want is it to look like a self-promoting vision. It's really simple. You do what Jesus did, and you affect the whole fucking earth. Do you hear me? And everyone in here is game on, right? Yeah. Everyone in here. And so there's going to be some things that are going to change. We make it sweet. Right? The Lord is going to change us on the inside Amen. so that we're even more amazing. He made you amazing. But things just begin to come out of you like you never thought were inside of you because you're built up in your most holy faith. He's coming to get you. <laughs> but the reality is he's going to bring us to the mountaintop he's going to bring us over the river right? he's going to bring us across the Jordan right? and then when you get there there's still battles right? there's still going to be contention but I'm telling you right now it is the Lord's plan right that we may receive the promise. Then he says this. Wow, it just happens to be Habakkuk's words. Yet for a little while, he who is coming will come and will not tarry. What does that mean? That means the fullness of who he is is coming to those who are going to live by faith. They're going to live by faith. Right? Because it says, now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. What does that mean? Don't do it. Don't hold back. Listen, we've got to walk in faith. We've got to walk in faith and not sight. Sometimes things don't look like it's supposed to. Or like you think it's going to look like. And God wants us to perceive him for who he really is so that he can pull us into promise. Right? So our relationship with God's number one. Our freedom through salvation is number two, right? And revival and awakening through that because when you know who you've been created to be, God just, you are revival. We don't go to revival. You are revival. Amen. Or are you not? Amen. Yeah. You check in the room. I, are you revival? Yeah. Has God revived your soul? Yeah. Has he changed you on the yeah. inside? Yeah. This is what I'm checking tonight. Because the reality is, he's already done it. That the truth of God that's been implanted inside of you should have birthed forth a revival inside of you already. And it is the word of the Lord is, don't shrink back. Because when God is doing something and God is birthing something, we received a, a word a year ago, almost a year, because it'll be coming up on my birthday again. That when we start having babies, it's a sign. <laughs> and right after that, we had prayed for Emily Ionotti, who was, they were having a hard time getting pregnant. And he said, even that, even the, the, the newness of barrenness being broken will change something. When that happened, then, of course, there was other babies. 
you guys are involved with some of that. I don't care. You're connected to it always. So it's just, it's a sign. So all of a sudden, the whole place is filled with babies in the back. And, you know, it's a good thing. It's awesome. And God wants to bring us into a place where now it's souls. Because he said, the prophet said, and really, if we believe the word of the Lord, we'll prosper. And so why do I focus on the prophetic? Because the prophetic word will take you somewhere yeah. if you believe it and you engage with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Lou Engel spoke a word over this house. It came on me, but he spoke a word over this house that we will father, that we will bring, actually, <laughs> it wasn't just word. I saw two things come out of that word. The word was about fathering, regional awakening, and funding it. So what does that look like? That looks like everyone in this room needs to pop out of small-mindedness with me. Really. And that as we grow and increase, it doesn't become a busy mess. It becomes a community that runs together. And I'm not concerned about 5,000, although we might reach and win 5,000 or 10,000 or how about a million? I still got half my life left. I mean, it's a, you know, it's like the halftime whistle went off. So we got to go after this. Like, I got no time. Right? And I got to raise sons and daughters around us. Not I got to. But God will do it. And he'll use all kinds of people around us to bring us into a place where the increase of his kingdom comes. Right? Are you hearing me, guys? So we're not those who draw back, right? Verse 39, but we're those who believe to the saving of the soul. You're coming, I bet you. <laughs> He's not going to pull time. He might try and get my notes, but I don't think he's calling my notes. Pretty soon. That's next. He's wild. He's fine. Wait, I'm just putting on a press Ready, so revival and awakening. We want personal, you want personal, you want personal, you want personal, personal revival, you want personal awakening. You gotta have personal awakening. You must come to an awakened state so that you can run forward and not look back. So if every believer, we're created for supernatural lifestyle, right? So the supernatural ministry is going to bring the increase of his kingdom all around us. Because it has to happen. It has to happen. Don't want to talk about it. If he starts going around me, then we worry. <laughs> so the overcoming church. You know, he's worried about taking a drink out of the door. See, Josiah's taking this message right now. So we let him out of that. Back to Habakkuk, chapter 3. You never change my, my verse. The next one. Oh, yeah, here we go. Evidence of what's about to happen. 
So verse 3 said, God came from Taman, and the Holy One from the Mount of Paran. And his glory covered the heavens, and the earth was filled, filled with his praise. The whole earth is being filled with his praise. What is that? We're going to keep reading. Okay? <laughs> that you are love. That his brightness was like the light. And he had rays flashing from his hand. And there his power was hidden. Here's what I want to show you. God wants to raise up a place. Where am I pulling these? I'm not pulling these out of context. It's something that the Lord revealed. Praise is speaking of testimony. And God has given everyone in this place a testimony. Amen. He's given everyone a story and a journey. And you had to share that, right? We need to let people fall in love with Jesus. And it may not even resonate. Sometimes it's just, you need to just tell people Jesus loves you. He's just absolutely in love with you. And people don't even know what to do with that. But I'm telling you now that God wants to put something in this place, right? Because this word hidden, right? He had rays flashing from his hand, and there his power was hidden. Are we an instrument of God's hand? We should be. Everyone in this place should be an instrument of God's hand, right? That he uses every one of us. But that word, hidden, means storehouse. So what am I getting at? I'm getting at this, that this is what my heart desire is. And I pray it's yours too. That as we come together, as God pulls us together as a community, as we continue to grow together, as we continue to, to rise up in the fullness of who he is, that, his, that this place becomes a storehouse, right? I just shared with you what the word of the Lord was over from, from Lou Engel. That guy's like not a, that's like not a white prophet. I believe the prophecy. Why? Because I want to feel good about it? No. Because it's kind of scary. He said faith's beckoning at one side and comfort on the other. Mm. <laughs> so that brings me to Diamond's next point. What's going to happen is, really, really, this is, this is happening. This, is, this has been a conscious decision over the last few days. That I'm, I'm just going to reel myself out of what I'm doing. Because Yay. someone, <laughs> Jake's like, you're the one that's going to break through for us. Right. And then it's all going to start tumbling right. down. Right? But I've made, like, uh, in my heart. It's been there and it wanted to happen. But here's, here's what I need people to do. Right, I need people on Facebook to click and share right now. <laughs> share this. Because I, we need to build a partner base, right? And I really, in my mind, I don't have it. And I'm not good about self-promotion, right? But I do need people to partner above and beyond. Right, I need people to partner above and beyond. And I have a figure in my mind. <laughs> but I'm not going to say it. I was going to, but I'm not going to say it. Here's the deal. You know... The provisions for this place to run is fine. We're good. We're good. We're good. And a little increase every week. It's been great. Right? With a small body. Honestly, guys, and can I really just brag? Yeah. Because I have to. Because I was sharing today that 
Even during the conference, I have a room with 300 people. And on a good week, the offering was better than three, than one of the nights. Wow. Here, like on a, on a good week, you know? Sometimes, we, and I know people did once a month, twice a month, sometimes. You know, it is what it is. But I am saying this, that I have to believe God. I have to step out of the boat. Right? I have to like kind of unreal myself out of one thing, which I can't just leave it. And how am I going to do this? I don't know the details, but it's going to happen, and it has to happen in, in over the next few months, like into next year. Okay? Ideally, January would be a great place to just go, but I don't think it's going to happen like that. I wanted to have it be by November. So what I am asking is this, is that honestly, you guys, think about it, and I want people to partner with us. Partner with us. Partner with us. And I, I, you know, listen, you can do the math. If people give 50, if people give 20, and I'm, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm not asking you to do anything right now. You do what the Lord says. People, and I don't want it to be weird. Ready? Because I feel a little weirdness. It doesn't need to be weird. Right? I'm telling you what I'm doing regardless of whether you support. Right? Because that's not faith. Oh, well, I'll see. I'll just throw a fleece out there and see what the support is. But what I am asking is that people would come and partner with this ministry. It's not about writing me a check. It's about just increase to the kingdom. Yeah. The kingdom yeah. awakening ministry. Right? Yeah. Right. Can I touch your hand? Are you doing all right? Yeah. Are you around the bush? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? What are you stepping into? What are you stepping into? Well, I didn't say about, I, here, my wife wants me to be very clear, specific, here's what's going to happen. I didn't beat around the bush. I was very clear. Yeah, it was great, I got it. Here we go. So the increase needs to come so that we can have, right, there's two things, me to be full-time, because here I'm going to explain this for one thing. Can I explain that? All right, thanks. <laughs> I have to check. So I have the Holy Spirit in my wife, right? <laughs> so, so the reality is, here's the deal. If I put 20% year, it's just like what you give, right? Like if we, if we, right? Jesus talked about, you know, 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. Well, really, the reality is what I'm doing right now is I'm giving like 60 or 90, 30, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, honestly. It's pretty off base, meaning... I don't put a lot of time into this, but I do put a lot of energy into this, right? So what I'm saying is, if if I had full time, guys, it would just it's gonna fly. It's gonna fly. I'm just being honest. I don't have a question. So I'm not pleading with you for anything. Right? I'm not begging. So the reality is that God wants to do that, and it's scary, right? Because I was talking to a, to a good friend. I was talking to a good friend. But the reality is I can go to work for the rest of my life, and I'll be fine with it. I will. Right? So let it be the first fruits. 
That's all I'm saying. Let it be the first fruits of people that are interested. That it's not just one person going on staff day and fun. Yeah. Because there's going to be too much. Yeah. Because if we're supposed to be those that like bless the region, because I want to bless the region. It's not just about us. I do want everyone here like healthy and fun, right? Yeah. But I want to have a place, right? Because this isn't big enough for what we need to do. That's, That's just right. being honest. That's this right. is what you're getting at. I don't want to go there with the real estate and all this stuff, but then on the same note, I don't want to pay someone else's bills. Right? Yeah. right? So am I saying, do we want to buy a piece of land? I don't know, but we won't do it until the Lord says what it is. Amen. Amen. So what I'm saying is this. It's funny, because I went through a season in my life, right, where we were associate pastors, I didn't get paid a dime. Right? We were running probably, we were probably doing more time then than we do now, because it was, it was striving. Mm. Or CWE. Mm. <laughs> I'm a good receiver. <laughs> but the reality was this. It was works. It was trying to be a, a good son. You know, trying to get approval. Trying to do all these things. And we were working. I had just started my business. I had a young family. And then they did a building fund thing. And I'm just, I'm just testifying to what I did. And what I'm calling back. Right? Because I'm calling it back now. Not here in front of you guys. But I am testifying to the fact that I gave $500 a month beyond my regular tithe. And I had a young family and a new business. And God did it. I'm just saying. And I'm still here. <laughs> okay. That's the reality. We're still here. And I love Jesus more than I did even though I got burned in the end of that. God, where'd you draw that money? Come on, you kept your heart. Because it wasn't about, he said, you gave that to me. And that's in your account. Because I believed 200% in the ministry that we were serving. 200%. Like, I was like, we were the, you know, we were Joshua that was supposed to come up and take it over. So here I go tonight. I'm just going to end on this. Yeah, go with me. Oh, we go here. I'll go here. Uh, yeah, the story of David and Goliath. Here's that. First, first Samuel 17. Because there's something that I want to do. Because I'm going after something. <laughs> because there is a poverty mindset in the region. Really, there is. And it's not about even the poverty. Because God wants to bless and increase everything. So I do have, did I, did I clear enough? Did I clear enough? Do you have something you want to say? Seriously, sure, take, the, take the microphone and say something. <laughs> okay. I just feel like, so you're saying the vision, but let me put something concrete to it. I'm the vision. Here we are in Kingston. It was funny because I was worshiping earlier and I stood in front of the door. I'm starting to think about how the Lord brought us here. And I was thinking, well, why are we in Kingston? And because there's been prayers for years and years that we were fulfilling. So I stood in front of the door and I just lifted up my hands and I said, thank you, Jesus, for Kingston. Thank you, Jesus, that you brought us here. 
Thank you that it was your plan. You knew exactly why we were supposed to be here. I never would have thought of it, that we were supposed to be in Kingston. But the Lord, he had the blueprints, and we just went after it, and we followed it, and here we are. And then I started thinking about faces started coming, your faces, as I was worshiping outside, and I was looking at the cross. I started thinking of your faces. I never would have met you guys if we didn't come to Kingston, your family to us. So now, the Lord has put it put in our hearts for a long time to have an equipping center, an awakening revival center, like Myra said, an ark. That we can't do that here. We have to expand. We have to be in a facility that is different than this. And some of you know our hearts. We want it to be a community place, not just a church where we all come into church and then we all leave. It needs to be an extension of who we are, and it's a community. It's a different blueprint. It's different than what the average church is. And people would say, are you a, are you a church or not? Are you a ch No, we're not, but we are. <laughs> so we are, in Miles's heart and my heart for many years, we want to have a place where we can equip, we can train, first of all, and foremost, worship. And the word that came over us in the conference, it's about the worship. So it's a place to host the presence. And I was telling some of the worship team, I said, since it has to be the center, we need to have the worship in the center. Can you imagine, like, all the worship team in the center? Because the throne room, right, is not, like, way over there. The throne room is in the center. And everybody's worshiping around. And I can just see it. Can you see it? The worship, because it's all going to come from the worship. Yes, it's going to come from preaching, and but really, it's going to come from the worship. It's going to come from his presence. So that's a main, major thing. And there's things in our hearts and that we can't really share right now, but we want an internship. That's happening, guys, real soon. So we're going to need places to house people or even people that might come in to begin to help us with that. We can't put them in the prayer room because I don't think it's allowed. <laughs> it's not in the lease that we can put somebody in the shower. Room. Right. That's the There's a sink. <laughs> so an internship, right, where we would train up people in worship. Train up the missions, equip. Miles mentioned about missions. Yeah, it's here, but it's also we have hearts, especially Miles. He, for many years, when my, the kids were growing up, he left. He went to the mission field. He went to India. He went to Africa. And I raised the kids when he was gone. And it was, it was tough, but I knew I had to let him go. It was like I couldn't say, oh, you, I don't want you to go. You need to stay here with us. I was like, you go. I wanted him to go because I wanted him to do what God called him to do. And I wanted to be a support. So, worship, missions, a training and equipping place for evangelism. Guys, we have so many people we want to bring in. But we don't want to go to a conference center or in Nashua and charge and have this hotel. Why can't we do it 
amongst us. Why can't we have a center? We have like this Eric Gilmore. We want to do sonship schools. Why? So you can walk out and feel good about yourself? No, because you're going to grow. Something's going to happen to you. When you're equipped, when you're trained, and something comes on you, you're never going to be the same. I know in my own life, when I've had things that really, really touched me, I got changed. I was a different person. So when people come in and they deposit something, it's transformation. It's not like, oh, I put my hands into a conference and I learned something today and I'm going to go back home and I'm going to live my little life. No, something happens to us. We have a major shift. So there's so much more that we want to do. Coffee house. To be able to bring people in off the street. To pray for them. Pray for healing. Talk to them. Community. It goes on and on. That's why I wanted, like, I was like, we've got to be concrete. So that takes it from, we're here right now, but we, the Lord has to provide another place. So pray with us. If you don't know this, you're not going to be able to pray. Well, some of you are prophetic, and you'll know in your heart to pray. But I'm going to say, those of you who aren't, pray for the place. We've had some words at the conference about different things. But pray with us. Look around. Call us and say, hey, I just saw a piece of land or a property or a building. The Lord did, um, through the Arbos, had prayed that it would be a prepared place, like theirs, right? So these are some of the things we want you to partner with us in prayer. First and foremost, partner with us. This is what we want to do. We want to be in the place. We don't want to go far away. We want to be right in the middle where people can come, where Kingston people can come, Manchester people can come. And, and we just want it to be that awakening, revival, center. Can you see it? There is not, there is no place like that around here. There really isn't. So we need everyone to get on board because it's not about my religion, Joe and Marie. It's about kingdom awakening. What is kingdom awakening? We want the kingdom to awaken to revival. We want to awaken the lost and we want to awaken the church. something supernatural should happen, which I'm believing for, right? You just need to go into like, right? You gotta go after it. Because I'm gonna show you how you're gonna go after it. Because there's something always in every one of our lives that taunts us to say, I'm not gonna do it. Right? It brings fear. So right here in verse 48, well, I'll, I'll go to the trash talking before that, <laughs> right? 
Tosin said, said to David, come over here, right, verse 44, chapter 17, verse 21. Those kings said to David, come, come to me and I'll give your flesh to the birds of the air. And basically, David said to the Philistines, you come to me with sword and spear and with javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord our God. The Lord of hosts, God of the armies of Israel, whom you defile. Put it this way, the 17-year-old was not taking any guff from some nine-foot tall giant. Right? This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you <coughs> and take your head from you. <laughs> That's trash talking. That's stuff. Right? This guy is just saying, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat you up. I'm going to feed you the birds. And David's like, yeah, touche, so am I to me. Give your carcass to the king. <laughs> right? He's saying it. He says, I'll give the carcass to the camp of the Philistines and to the birds of the air. Have you read the Bible ever? It's just a trash talk. It's like, he's just saying, yeah, and he's walking at him. Come on, man. Right? To the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth. That all the earth may know that God, that there is a God in Israel. Amen. And then they all assembled. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord your God does not save with sword or spear. For the battle is the Lord's. Can you say that? See, this is how I fight my battles. Right? We ended with that tonight. And really, the Lord is wanting to bring us out. And he'll give you, he'll give you into your into our hands. And so it was that when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, it says that David hurried and he ran. I'm telling you guys, towards the army to meet the Philistine. And then David put his hand into his bag and took a stone and he slung it and struck the Philistine. You know the story, right? But it wasn't him waiting for the giant to come to him. Now it's time to go after the giant. And so there's a giant that's going to wake up in the region. It's called the church. Well, I'm going to take down, and you're going to take down, and you're going to help us take down anything that defiles the Lord. That the glory of the Lord will be revealed in all the earth. That the glory of the Lord will increase all over the place. That he'll use this place as, as a storage, as a storehouse for the power of the lightning of God to go into the earth. Amen. So come on, let's stand together. Let's just pray. Really, I just want, you know, in, in ending, I just, I just really... I don't even need to know, right? I just put it out there, and we're just going to go for it. And so something's going to happen, because we're going to step out and do some things. Right? Because I have no more time to waste. I don't know about you, but I have no more time to waste. It's like time is up. Right? 11-11, that's the 11th hour. 11 minutes, headed towards midnight. Right? God wants, here's the word of the Lord from... 11, 11. What is it you see? 
and then I'm watching over my word to perform it. What is it you see? What's ahead? What, what are you looking at? And I'm saying this for everyone in this room. It's not just about us and what's happening right at this moment, although it is. But the reality is God wants to, boom, explode something. And I can't do it on 20%. You can't do it on 20%. That's why the Lord says, you give me everything, and I'll blow them. specific thing. Bring your five loaves with me, all right? Bring your five loaves with me, I dare you, okay? But get a number, and if you don't feel led, that's totally fine. My mom said, but this is huge. This is like every movement started with something like this, okay? This is huge. We're part of history. We're writing history. We're the head, not the tail, okay? So, uh, no, just part of movement 
just had just such great faith and I could walk out of here with the enemies that attacked my heart. But I have great faith right in this moment that the Lord is going to do something absolutely supernatural and it may not even come within this place. Maybe it's someone sharing it on Facebook. Maybe it's something like that. Maybe we're going to do another video later and just put it out there again on a different medium. You know, it's going to happen. This is as clear as I am standing before you. It's going to happen. Right? right? And so there's something. Listen, there's movements all over America. Right? You have Bethel. It's amazing. Right? You have Morningstar happening. You got Kansas City. You got all these movements. Right? And there's more. God did not forget the Northeast. God did not forget New England. God did not forget it. And how many words have you heard about a tsunami coming out of the East, coming out of the Northeast? How many words? I can at least 12. You just got to stand and believe. Thank you for every person. 